Cinebuds is supported by Associated Bank. Cinebuds, Cinebuds, two buddies talking about cinema. That's us. Uh, I'm 889's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about The Painter and the Thief. When I close the door, I start to paint. That's my universe. Two paintings were stolen from a gallery in Norway today. The paintings were stolen in broad daylight. I don't know what to think. Okay, Polly, you want to run down what is The Painter and the Thief about and why did we pick this movie? That's a great question. The Painter and the Thief is a documentary. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, <laughs> about a very interesting story in Norway where a painter, an artist painter, not a house painter, uh, her two of her prize um, paintings were stolen and through a very strange turn of events she meets the thief who stole the painting uh and befriends him and makes him the subject of her paintings and they develop this friendship and it lasts quite a while yeah i went into it thinking oh that's the beginning middle and end he stole the paintings they (laughs) became friends he she painted him and i was like i don't know sounds kind of interesting but also sounds kind of like that's it and it was a lot more than that yeah, a lot of turns, a lot of turns, man. Uh, it's very interesting. Uh, we picked it uh, as a Sofa Cinema selection. That's the Milwaukee Films selection of online films that you can rent and watch. They're brand new films that are coming out. Um, so that was one reason, supporting Milwaukee Film and watching a brand new cool movie that you can't see anywhere else. But it's also just a fascinating concept. Yeah. And, and the painter is really good. We'll talk about what we think, and then we'll go to the podcast. So I really liked it. Uh, there was there was some fascinating parts. I'm a little confused about parts, which I honestly like that. I don't like everything answered for me. So <laughs> I have some questions that we'll delve into. But I loved the painter. I lo- There were some moments in it in particular that I, I'm glad I was there for. Um, so, yeah, I'm ready to dig in. What do you think? I liked it as well. Kind of at the beginning, I felt like I knew what it was about and I felt yeah. like I had it figured out. And uh, it definitely like took some turns that I was happy with and covered a lot more ground that I anticipated. Yeah. And uh, I was like, at the end, I was like, that was that was really great. Yeah. I, I really liked it a lot. It was really interesting. Um, One thing I can't wait to talk about, and this sounds like it has nothing to do with the movie, but I can't wait to talk about prisons in Norway. Oh, yes. I feel like that's the bulk of what I have to talk about. Okay. the Norwegian prison system. Uh, I want to go there and commit a crime. (laughs) Uh, But we'll talk about that. (laughs) Okay. Norwegian prisons. We'll talk about more after the break. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank, proud supporter of Milwaukee Film, offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at associatedbank.com slash mkefilm. Member FDIC. Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music, 
and Milwaukee. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out your donor benefits and the thank you gifts to show off your 88.9 pride. Okay, and we're back. You're welcome. So this documentary was really, like, at first, I was like, okay, a painter gets her painting stolen by a thief who likes it, who, like, steals it. You know, it's like the concept... I, I felt like I really understood. It's like yeah. here, it, it's a it's a very romantic idea that somebody would steal art because they feel that it's so beautiful. Right. Also, art thieves always seem like the coolest. Like yes. out of all the theft, art thievery is the most interesting. And so it had that, and it was a bit of that. Yeah. And uh, but then it was also like a little disappointing when. Uh, he like explains it and he's like, yeah, I was, I don't remember anything about that because yeah. I was so messed up and on so many drugs. Right. So right away, you th- I, right away I thought, oh, he's not, he just met her. He's not going to trust her and tell her he remembers. He's probably for legal reasons and eventually he'll fess up. Mm-hmm. That did not happen. It did not happen. And then I also, and then I kind of like went through the motion of being like, this is the artist and the tortured and how much the artist loves torture and how much torture loves the artist. Yeah. You know? And it was a bit about that. And they even like, I liked that that was like a, a bit of a concern that I have where it was like, this is the worst about artists, which is like, hey, I need somebody to pay attention to me. And here oh, yeah. is someone that pays attention to you so much that he feels that he needs to paint you. And then you reward that by yeah. saying, by making him the subject and then also glorifying robbery and violence uh, in rewarding that. And then, so that was like a little, a little hesitation I had. And then they had this, like this uh, bit with her partner who talks about his concern with kind of just that. Yeah. Well, let me, not even really back up, but let me just say that one of the most interesting things about this movie is that the first, I'd say half, you do get this, what you think is a clear picture. She is kind of understanding and yeah, she's an artist. So she's interested in him, but she's being very supportive and interesting and calm with him. And he's Mm -hmm. like the messed up thief who has a heart of gold, but he's clearly got the one with all the problems. And then halfway through, I feel it kind of flips he starts to get his act together and you discover that she's actually got a lot of deep seated problems and issues that she's working on. And he does help her with that in the sense that he listens to her and uh, is along with her boyfriend who's very understanding as well. Um, So it's, it's interesting. They kind of flip flop a little bit. The movie really kind of switched when they kind of did that for me, when they said like, and now we're going to tell the thieves story. Right. And then it's, it's basically he tells her story and yeah. he talks about how much he knows about her and like her feelings and like has some like deep insight into yeah. Yeah. like her, her character. Right. And, and it really kind of like, cause then it, it like, he had talked about how he just like stole this cause he was like messed up. And uh, that went into being like, he really, he really understands her and she really understands him. And uh, in a thing that I think like kind of a relationship that was based on kind of like f- in a weird way, flattery, it ends up being that they were 
they really are two people that kind of truly understand each other. Yeah. It's, it, it took, I feel like I had the same reaction you did where you feel pretty comfortable in what's going to happen. It's pretty interesting, but then I like it when documentaries all of a sudden they switch it up and they're like, Oh, you didn't, you did not understand what this movie was about, Mm -hmm. which is great. Two things. One is I also want to mention that I thought for one minute at the very beginning, before I really even started it, I thought we were watching a fiction film. And then, (laughs) which apparently I read about it. There were some people who watched the whole thing thinking it was a fiction film, like just like a low budget. Yeah. It's so tight. You know, it's like the, the twists are so perfect. The, the, like the things that happen, there were moments where I was like, this is, this is too good. Right. And I, I gotta be honest. I always am just because of a a few documentaries that kind of ruined it right when the documentary boom, if we can call it that started happening. Name names, Christopher (laughs) name, name, a shant, shant. but, uh, you realize, oh, they didn't really tell you a big part. They left this, something out or they manufactured this. That's always the complaint about some documentaries is that they may manufacture a drama as opposed mm-hmm. to just actually capturing it. So now I'm just paranoid every time I watch one that's too good or too interesting that I'm like, wait, is this real? Where are the cameras? Why are the cameras there, et cetera? But uh, I, I kind of quickly fell out of that. And I realized what I was seeing is just really good editing, I think the the way that they don't show you everything and then they show it to you later so it's a manipulative in in the sense of a story manipulates you as it should but you don't see it in documentary that often but yeah holding out on that story from his point of view for a while yeah they really did a good job with that editing of like then bringing that back like uh there's a part where she doesn't tell him a certain key part of the entire movie and then yeah um and then it kind of like you know, it gets you. I think yeah. it does a really good job. Um, another thing that this movie did really well, it was like, it covered so much time. It seems yeah. like, it seems like they must've been working on this for years. One, the thief turns into what looks like a different person. He got jacked. He got so beefed up. I believe the kids call it swole. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Hello, fellow teens. <laughs> Hello, uh, teens. <laughs> he he definitely he definitely like changed, and a part of that was prison. So, uh, what did you think about Norwegian prisons, Christopher? I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna dig in any second, but first, I do want to say two things. Uh, her artwork. I just want to yeah. talk about her artwork for a second. Yeah. Incredibly talented human being. Yeah, she does like, these like. very realistic but very pained <laughs> kind of portraits. But it's just an incredible skill she had making these giant uh, portraits. Everyone should check her out. And then also I thought it was interesting. I was watching this and it reminded me. Uh, I think a good double feature would be this and Portrait of a Lady on Fire. For sure. Just because when he starts saying, like, I noticed some things about her, it reminded me of that part in that. Oh, my God. She says, I'm watching you, but you don't understand. I can also see you. And I'm watching. I'm looking at you while you're painting me, et cetera. But they had almost the exact same line in this, but they had the same um, message, really. 
your timing on that was perfect. You were like, she says, and then the cat meowed. <laughs> oh, did you hear the cat? Yeah. Yeah, I was worried about that. The cat undermined my one interesting observation that I get. Like, I get one a month, and then the cat ruined it. Your cat came in on cue. <laughs> it was perfect. It didn't ruin it. It made it better. Okay, good. Thank you, Gilly. Gilly, you're a star. All right, let's talk about the prisons. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Okay, so first of all, you he, he, spoiler, everybody. He has to go to prison at some point. It's not a spoiler. He's a thief. <laughs> right? It'd be so weird if he didn't. <laughs> It'd be weird if he didn't go to prison. He is in prison at one point, and all of a sudden you show him there, and there was a moment where I was like, is that is that a prison, or is that a, like a the nicest dorm room I've ever seen? Yeah. His bed was de- nicely designed. He had a desk. He had a phone. He had a view. He had a view. Yeah, he did. And he talked and about how difficult it was to leave. And I was yeah. like, why would you leave that place? Why would you leave that? Why would you live life with consequences when that's what you're going into? They did an over overhead shot of the prison. The gate is this sweeping, designed, modern uh, uh, design. It looked like it, like like a, a weird shape around this beautiful forest with a pond. And I was like, I'm going to go to Norway. I'm going to get off the plane. I'm going to steal a car. I think that's all I have to say about it. No, we did look it up last night actually, and we did see that. Norway has one of the best prison systems in the world. Their recidivism rate is like 20%. By comparison, um, the U.S. is a 74%, meaning wow. people leave prison and go right back. Not in, not okay, in Norway. With the yeah. facts. Yeah, fact I got a fact. master. <laughs> Where's Gilly to interrupt my fact? Yeah. I have one of those every month. But the, the thing I don't understand about the recidivism rate in uh, Norway is why wouldn't you go back? <laughs> I know, I it's, just know. A be- it's just a beautiful institution of bright light a series and you can work out state-of-the-art equipment i mean look at how look at what good it did and, and it's like but it's it's also a testament to how like how it really rebuilds the prisoners i mean you saw yeah. you saw him you saw him physically get better, and then you yeah. saw the like therapy that he was in, and that how. Was and another then, thing. And then yeah. he comes back to her, and she's like, "I'm having a hard time in couples therapy," and he is like, explains to her how right. he, she needs to be patient in therapy because it will help because he's been yeah. through it in their prison system. I can, yeah, I can teach you what I learned in my therapy <laughs> in prison. What? Yeah, yeah, because I. Because there was really good therapy. Now I can come out and help other people. Yeah. And he's going to be a nurse, training to be a nurse after that. Yeah. Norway, I'm sold. I'm sold. I mean, we should be looking to Norway for everything right now, except for their love of smoked fishes. Especially their love of smoked fishes. Oh, well. We got a fan. Seems we have a Norwegian in our midst. (laughs) Yeah. But Yeah. Um, uh, despite or not despite, but, uh, probably because of the prison sequences, uh, I thought this movie was very fascinating. So did I, I was, I was surprised a bunch of times and pleasantly. So I really, really liked it. Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, actually, if you like this movie, if you, you should watch this movie, uh, for sure. Enjoy it. If you like this movie, there's another one, um, 
from probably like 10 years ago called Marwen Call. But it's M-A-R-W-E-N-C-A-L. So it's like a made-up word. But this artist uh, who goes through this really, really uh, awful experience and has brain damage, he creates these worlds, these photographs. So it's just interesting about how this trauma informs his artwork. It had as many surprises as this kind of thing. These, there's a lot of incredible docs about artists and how they come to, you know, how their art takes them uh, in a particular journey or, or otherwise. There are so many that Milwaukee Film, the, the festival, have you been? I've never heard of it. Well, it's this festival that happens in Milwaukee, and they, they sure. have this whole series they call Arts and Artists. That and sounds it, delightful. And it's kind of like they're it, it's it's kind of like curated or like put together by right. this guy K Polly. And he is oh. just he is just great. Let me like he just nails it on the head. Every time I go to the festival, I just want to watch all the arts and artists. Because you know, this is ringing some bells. This is ringing some bells. Continue. Continue <laughs> for I, like 30 more minutes and then I'll think I'll figure it out. Because I know that it's well curated. I know that it's about mm. arts and artists that I love. And I know yeah. that K Polly, he's he like he's funny, he's charming, and then he right. comes out and like he tells a little joke. He's really good with the crowd. Checks and, out, checks out. And then uh, you know, I know that I'll see him and it's great. <laughs> oh man. I can oh, I can't wait for the other 15 minutes you're going to talk about this. <laughs> so let's get let's should, get in there. <laughs> you should check it out sometime. That's great. I should check it out. It sounds delightful. He sounds very mm-hmm. handsome. Yeah. It's good. Well, that's good. Yeah, okay. go see some more movies. Yeah. And uh, uh love the Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Plug too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, watch that movie again if you have if you have seen it if you haven't checked that out. But yeah, uh lovely lovely doc. You can find that on uh, Milwaukee Film, mkefilm.org slash Sofa Cinema. Check it. Christopher, you know who I who had some good things to say about Milwaukee and uh, uh, Milwaukee Film, the organization who I talked to last week? I am I am going to assume it is a famous person. Uh, Mr. Mark Duplass. <gasps> oh, yeah. He's been here a couple of times and he's like uh, phoned in. He's, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about uh, his... He had this this band called Volcano. I'm still excited uh, with the yeah. exclamation points, and that, that released one album in 2004, and they're and an EP in 2002, and they're re they're re releasing it. And uh, I so I talked to him last week, and oh, wow. he he was like he was like he lives in LA, and he was like, you know, if I ever leave, I want to move to Milwaukee. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you guys got like, you guys got great beer. You have a lake. It's like got this great art scene. It's like yeah. underrated. And and he was talking about coming to Milwaukee Film. He's like, I worked with like, I did this workshop with local filmmakers, and they were so like excited and ex- and inspiring. I love that organization, and I love the city. And I was like, Mark Duplass, I love you. Yeah, we will allow you to live here. Yeah, right. Uh, please. That's acceptable. Yeah, we will awesome. say yes to your visa. Oh, that's yes. great. He's been um, – I sat in on a, a Zoom call uh, that he did. I think it was on Instagram actually um, early on and during the quarantine. And he was really, really remarkable, really sweet. And then I saw a little bit of the, of the um, workshop he did at uh, No Studios. And yeah, seems like a super, super nice guy. What else have I been watching? I finished all the best pictures. Actually, I didn't finish all the best pictures. I watched 
I I have two more. I haven't seen Chicago and I haven't seen Million Dollar Baby. Those are the last two. But last week I was like I picked up all the stragglers. My fair my fair lady is not available anywhere online. And so I had my mom rent it from the library for me. Do you use Hoopla? Have you heard of Hoopla? No. What's that? Hoopla, you can rent movies through the library using your library card, but it's an it's an app that you can watch online. So oh. you can like hook it up to your t- your laptop to your TV or you can just watch it on your computer. But Hoopla has a lot of movies that the library um it's not every physical copy they have, but they have a whole selection of movies that are hard to find. So oh. Hoopla is a great resource. Plug for Hoopla. Yeah. Well, I had, you know, my mom, whatever library in Milwaukee had it. Oh, great. So we watched My Fair Lady, and then I watched Argo, which was one that I was like, right. I don't remember I've seen Argo or not, and my brother was like, we got to watch it. And yeah. so I uh, watched Argo. Is your brother Marlon Brando from the Godfather movies? You got to watch You got to watch this movie. Well, I was kind of telling him that I was like, I was like, I don't really know if I want to see it. I was like, I think I remember seeing it and it was like really long and like full of Ben Affleck, being, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know kind of, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I was like kind of telling him how I didn't want to see it. And then he made me watch it. So oh, did you I watch it. it? Ah, no. Okay. <laughs> I ben say, Affleck I, was just like, <laughs> I just can't I'm slowly catching up. Uh, with your in your uh, not really catching up. I'm just sort of filling in some pieces uh, from your project. So yeah. I did watch American in Paris. Oh my god, did you love it? I did not. Oh, but here's the thing. Her. I liked. You know what I liked a lot is the last what? 20 minutes. I liked the last 20 minutes, and I liked every dance scene. But which is the bulk of it, I guess. However, you didn't love like the colors. The yeah. colors, sure. my man. I, I can see colors anywhere, but li- oh god! <laughs> but I did not. You know what I didn't like is the jokes. Any of the jokes in there were just so. Oh, just, Mr. Funny yeah. Man thinks that he's yeah. funnier than the movies. Oh, I do think A I'm funnier than that. High standard. I'm, yeah, I'm funnier than that one. Everyone oh. is because it's not funny. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't like it. I liked the dance sequences. Or I mean, Gene, all the Gene Kelly is amazing. All the dance sequences were really cool. But anytime uh, someone was not dancing, I was uh, not loving it. And then again, the last twenty minutes is spectacular. I do think it's worth watching just for the last twenty minutes. I am personally offended. I well, wrote those jokes, Christopher. I wrote those jokes. Must have had a hand in that. <laughs> all right. What else do you watch? You watch anything good? Um. You know what I watched? I watched because I love. Um, oh, please pause. Terry Crews. I love Terry Crews. Yeah, who does? So I watched John Henry the other day. Let me guess. Is, you loved the jokes in John Henry? There were zero jokes. Okay, I there have was never like seen maybe it. one joke in John Henry. I don't even know was what it is. Joke? Um, it's it's just the, I, I. It's almost like a. It's supposed to be a superhero movie, but it's not. But it's just about this man who's very I, honorable. I kind of can't imagine Terry Crews in a serious drama. Yeah, 
He's good. I mean, it's not the best movie in the world, but it I like a 3.4 it. 3.4 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> 3.4, Christopher. This is what you're suggesting? Listen, IMDb oh doesn't always God. get it, right? Those guys, those guys had a lot of bad things to say about McGruber. And guess what? That's a 10, that's a 10 point film. Meta score is 27 out of 100 from critics. Listen, it's got a lot of problems. However, <laughs> oh my God. I, it's Terry Crews. And I see that. Ludacris? Ludacris is in it for like a minute, and there's no reason for him to be in that movie. Oh, God. Sometimes something affects you in one way, <laughs> and it's not going to affect the all those highbrows over at IMDb. Uh, okay. What else did I watch? Um, I was pretty sure that I had seen The Apartment, uh, but since it was on that list, that was another one that I wanted to catch up on. And I, I watched slash rewatched. I had no recollection of the second half of the movie, so I feel like I probably watched it for the first time. Love The Apartment. Isn't Jack Lemmon just like... The sweetest person in the world. I would watch anything with him. It was like yeah. him, and then I watched like Sound of Music the next day, with like Julie Andrews. So I was like, if if Julie Andrews and Jack Lemmon were in a movie together, I would die. I, I would. I just watch them eat cereal. You know. Yeah. It's like. Also, I have a huge, huge crush on Shirley MacLaine in that era. These were her first films, and she was so charming every time. Like oh, uh, yeah. the trouble, the trouble with Harry is my favorite Hitchcock movie. It's very funny, and she's that was her first film, I think. Um, it's amazing. So these two movies from that era for her, like she was probably she probably would have been my favorite if I grew up at that time, right? But I didn't because I'm strikingly young. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, let's talk about we'll talk about <laughs> award award winning. What are we on the award best award winning pictures of the 1950s? 50s. Maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, we should. That's be a fun one. All right, and we'll talk more about that. Um, this has been Cinebuds. Yes, Cinebuds is what? <laughs> You're about to launch into it and then just oh, abandon. I <laughs> lost confidence. Right there. 75% of the way into that sentence, I lost all confidence. Edited. By Mr. Kenny Perez. Theme song. Is by, uh, I call him Le Nusk in France, uh, but he is uh, uh, Brett Nusky. Handcrafted Sonic Inspiration. By the License Lab. Members. We like them. <laughs> 88.9 Radio Milwaukee and Milwaukee Film. Yeah, both of them. All sets. All the members. And then there's always the last one that we do. And I can never remember this one. We uh, we talked about them earlier in the podcast. Oh. Oh, it's... Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> oh, thanks, Ben Affleck. <laughs> I didn't even know you had a hand in this, so I really appreciate it. We have to thank the one and only, um, you know, the arbiter of arts and artists himself, Mr. Oh, K. Polly. Ben Affleck. Oh, that was a surprise. I thought we were still ben. talking about Benny Aft. Oh, well, thank you, guys. Yes. All right. We'll see you next week with the award-winning films of the 1950s. Bye. Bye-bye.